episode 419 of the pancakes and power slam show another pnp photo shoot but this time former wwe tag team champion ken Doan, kenny dykstra kenny from the spirit squad we're gonna have some fun tonight let's go Cakes of Power Sam show. We're going to have some fun tonight, just like we do each and every week. So, without further ado, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You already know what time it is. Time it is. It's that official time when we take this worldwide. Let's go. Let's go. Listen, listen, so now it's time to turn it up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up. 
We all up in your area like landscape. Definitely bringing you the It's a mandate that you tune in. It's time to move out so we can move in and recognize that this is no illusion. I'm here to clear the air so that there is no confusion. It all started off in the book of Genesis when Jacob was wrestling with who he thought was his nemesis. And when the man saw he couldn't overpower him, he touched his hip, but he really couldn't devour him. And from that point, then we hear a name change, rearrange the game, so now we gotta change lanes. Uh, so I'm here to let you know it's time to listen to the Pancake and Power Slam show. Let's go! Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the Pancake and Power Slam show. Uh. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam. Turn it up, turn it up, it's the pancake and power slam show. Uh. Turn it up. Episode 419, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam Show. I am Chris Featherstone, as always, live and living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, baby, yeah. So we're going to jump right into it. We got a lot to talk about tonight, as you would imagine. We do have quite a bit to talk about, and it's going to be very, very fun. So I was able to get this uh, PMP photo shoot together again, and and it's going to be a lots of fun so this week we're going to do a pnp photo shoot with uh my guy he's been on the show a few times i think like maybe twice i think um uh yeah he's uh, we we had a lot to talk about then and we're going to have a lot to talk about now especially with this uh with this photo shoot going on so it's going to be uh it's going to be lots of fun and i'm sure that he will he will thoroughly enjoy himself as well so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I want to bring him on the show, former WWE Tag Team Champion, Kenny Doan. How are you tonight, my sir? My hey, friend. what's happening? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Good, man. Good. It's great to have you again, man. Yeah, I've been on a few times, but uh, not like this. Never like this. This yes. is new. That's right. I like this. And I yeah. saw some familiar faces on your intro, like yeah. Marty. Yeah, uh, Bischoff, PN yeah. News. Yes, who I've never met, but I would like to meet PN News. I, actually, I got him written down on my notes of things to search tomorrow. Oh, nice! I'm working from my office. <laughs> nice. Watch some of his matches. I can get y'all. I can get y'all linked up, man. He, uh, me and him, still we still chat. He actually messaged me last week just to simply uh, check on me, ask me how I was doing. Just where's just he from? Uh, he's from uh, Nebraska, I believe. Yeah, I believe. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, uh, you ready to dive into this, man? Sure. Let's, let's oh, jump into this. All right. See what you Here we go, man. Here we go. So, this is the PMP photo shoot, Ken Dome style. So, uh, what I'm hey, gonna do? Who do you have next week? Uh, next week. Uh, let me check and see my schedule. Episode four twenty. Four twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Out of curiosity. Uh, next week I have. Let me check my schedule. Um, Ice Train's uh, scheduled to be come back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then after him is uh, Jimmy Corderas. 
So. Oh, Jimmy. Yep. <clears throat> cool dude. Yeah, he is, man. Cool dude. I figured 420, episode 420, I, was, I didn't know if it was like a RVD, RVD show or something. <laughs> yeah. Chris Masters. <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> oh, I didn't know uh, Chris, Ma- Chris Masters has been on the show like two or three times. Uh, that would be interesting to have him back uh, on the show. Uh, <laughs> 420 episode. Uh, or Sabu. Seven, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, cool. So uh, we got a lot to, of we got a lot of Q and A. We're going to save the Q and A for the end. Um, uh, just a few questions, but I think by the time we get finished with this photo shoot, uh, you will know people will know just what they need to know about uh, Ken Down. So I'm gonna I'm gonna show you a picture. And then you're gonna just uh, share your thoughts, man. What you what you were thinking at that time? What 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 caused that time? How oh, you were man. feeling? All that good stuff. This is okay? great because I have no idea what you're showing. That's right. That's right. This is all new. So here we go. Oh, this I was thinking. This, so this was uh, Velocity. We were working Bart. No, we were working Billy Gunn and Bob Holly. And That's this right. was when they were known at the time to just like really just beat the piss out of people. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, like, this guy started the match, Vince Vicalo. He started the match. And, like, we were, you know, you're always trained, like, if I hit you hard, then, mm-hmm. you know, expect to get hit the same way back. Mm-hmm. So if you hit him light, then you get hit light. So you just kind of work with, like, the person. Yeah. But I could see that they were just teeing off on him, and he just wasn't fighting back. So mm-hmm. when it came time for me to get in, Bob gave me a good shot, and I just hit him just like that. And then mm-hmm. the rest of the match, we were really light. And then actually after the match, he was like, man, that was great. He's like, you just fired back at me. He's like, that's what, that's what we need here. Mm-hmm. So actually he complimented me a lot on that. And I gained a lot of respect from him and Billy uh, in that match right there. I was actually looking for that match not too long ago. I just can't find it. Oh, nice. It's, and I took uh, the Alabama slam on that. And I was thinking the whole time, like, oh, God, don't kill me. <laughs> but it was yeah. all right. It was fine. Yeah. You, this was 2004. So you were what, 18? Maybe 17 or 18. 17 or 18. Yeah. How, how in the world did uh, you manage to get uh, this spot at uh, 17, pushing 18, barely legal, perhaps well, not legal? At that point. So I would always like do the math and minus out, you know, like 1985 or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was 18 at the time. But also mm-hmm. I had worked independence with Sergeant Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at that time he was there booking the extras so he would every time he'd see me he'd be like oh i got a tv spot for you kid so i was like cool thanks like it always worked out for me and then when i I went back to high school after that like you know that aired on saturday but that monday tuesday everybody was like oh my goodness you were on tv like it didn't even matter that i got the hell beat out of me it just mattered that i was there yes yes it just mattered so uh so i asked d-lo the same question um when he was an enhancement talent uh, 10 years actually before you were here, you were in Handsome Talent here in 2004. So he, he he said he got paid 250. How much did you get paid for an enhancement talent in 2004? Yeah, that sounds about right. 250? Yeah. yeah so okay. inflation didn't matter at that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 10 years later, it's the, the same uh, check. <laughs> yeah, we need a stimulus for extras. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so what was the. So how was this planned out? Was it just uh, go out there and get the, the the brakes beat off of you and just go home? Like what was the whole like Six minutes, maybe. Uh, mm. You know, you don't even get an entrance, but 
Right. You know, so the first guy, Vince, he had something a little planned with Bob and Billy just to get something quick in. And then mm-hmm. I was going to get in to the point where we could somehow get just like 30 seconds of heat on them yeah. just so they can actually make a hot tag for Billy, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it wasn't really too much. It's more so these things, these type of matches, I would say, just don't hurt nobody, don't screw up and sell really good because that's what they're really looking for. They don't care necessarily the match. They know it's not going to be a great match. Sure but they just yeah. want to see what you can do and how you can make their guys look. Uh, yeah. Colin Delaney actually did a, a match like this with Viscera, Big Daddy V at the time, and he did so good that they paid him twice, and then they kept bringing him back, and eventually they hired him. He never went to developmental or anything. Wow, wow. Yeah, I was I was just about to ask that. So essentially, even as an enhancement talent, you're still kind of making the pitch, right? Yeah, that's, that's your, that is your uh, tryout right there. Exactly. You know? If, yeah. if we can, if you can lose and do this great, gracefully, well, then we know that we can trust you later on to actually make you a winner. You know, okay. if you're willing to take this and go through all this port part, yep. then you know we can we can actually start to invest in you, especially if you do it well. Yep, absolutely. That was either our first or second debut because I had pitched the idea to have us run through that Spirit Squad banner like they do, like in football games mm-hmm. but then after the first or second week they're like you know what it's too much expensive and we can't keep coming up with this every week like that, <laughs> that's what they told us it's too expensive <laughs> what wow. but to run through paper so <laughs> i guess they just didn't want maybe it revealed that we were coming out next i don't know ah i got you so yeah so this was uh lala versus coach uh, okay so that was the debut yeah yep yep <clears throat> yeah, that was probably charlotte i think uh, but that was nerve wracking because like you didn't know what to expect and it, there was really no direction. Mm-hmm. It was just like, all right, go out and do this. And it was like, okay, but we've never really done this. So we're not really sure what to do. So a lot of this stuff, we kind of like our movements and stuff. We, we probably came up with this, you know, in the back, uh, like 30 minutes before we came out. Cause it was just like, I don't, I don't think they ever really designed for this to get over from the start. Yeah. But once it started getting heat, then they realized, wait, we can actually do something with this. Yeah. 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 I had a cheer for the coach about, uh, <laughs> do you remember what it was Something about the rumbles? Uh, that was the pay-per-view one. Uh, the coach rocks when the, when the coach rocks, oh, yeah, he yeah, rocks yeah. it all the way <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty, uh, pretty, on the fly type of cheer there that it, it, oh, didn't it, like, fly. it didn't seem like there was much thought into that but it was pretty funny though so no yeah and a lot of times the cheers or whatever it was we would come up with and they'd be like, okay what's your cheer tonight and we're like we didn't know we had to do one and they're oh, like wow. yeah okay so we're, they, we were writing our own promos here see yeah yeah about that nowadays we, they let us write our own promos not that we did much uh now I don't know if we talked about this before, but what was the idea behind the the five? Like, why these five? Uh, I think Nemeth, he was already a caddy for Chavo, mm-hmm. uh, and they still wanted to bring him back up. Jeter, he was a cornet guy mm-hmm. and from OVW, so they needed something for him. Mondo wasn't even supposed to be in it. That was supposed to be Elijah Burke. Uh, but he didn't want to do it. And Mitch on Did the you left. Did that before? Yeah. Okay. They pitched. The original pitch was for Elijah to be in it, but then he oh, was yeah. like, I just can't do that. So yeah. I really then it opened up the spot for Mondo. But then Mitch, 
he never really knew how to wrestle. He was just entertaining from tough enough. He tried out and next thing you know, he's on raw. Yeah. So, and was- I was actually touring with SmackDown for a long time mm-hmm. wrestling as Ken Doan. So I never mm-hmm. thought this was going to be what I was going to do on raw. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was perfect for Mondo. It really yeah, was. Like, it really was. was. Yeah. Mondo and Mitch. Mitch yeah. really owned it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What, so whatever happened with, with, with Mitch? I don't know. Last I heard, he was in Israel. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? So I don't know what he's up to, but he, he, I don't, like, he never did anything outside of wrestling with wrestling. Oh, okay. But he, like, he never, that's the thing, though. He never really knew of wrestling. He didn't know the background. Uh, he didn't know a lot of that stuff. Like, I remember one time we were in a toy store. Uh, and there was a Jim Neidhart figure, and he was like, look, man, they got Tank Abbott wearing pink. And I was like, that's not Tank Abbott, that's Jim Neidhart. And he's like, I don't know who that is. Like, he didn't really, he knew the Bushwhackers because he would do this sometimes on the way yeah. to the ring, just yeah. to pop himself. <laughs> oh, wow. But he really didn't know wrestling at all. Huh, interesting. So so why was he selected then? Was he good in personality? In... Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Good Very entertaining. He made a lot of people laugh backstage. Got it. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, it, it benefited him uh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's a tag team champion. So it was like, okay, this is what I do. Exactly. Uh, that's Big Show. That was Chicago. That was the night after WrestleMania. That's when y'all won the tag titles. Yeah, we gave him the high spirits. Woo, he was a heavy one to get up. Yeah. My, oh, my. <laughs> and we found out the night before at the WrestleMania after party. Mm-hmm. Uh some of the writers, I think they had too much to drink. One of them at one point, and he was like, "You're going to win the belts tomorrow." Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Hopefully oh, yeah. that stays. Don't jinx us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Huh. So, so that, how, how did you feel when when you were told that? Oh, I was like, "No, that's cool," but you never know because everything can always change that's on the fly. Cool. So it was that's like, cool. even in the middle of the match, I've had matches change. Mm-hmm. You know, with the finish change. So, can you um, remember one of those matches that you had? I to change? think I was doing something. Oh man, maybe I was working Eugene. Okay. And I think he was supposed to go over, but then like partway through, they're like, "No, you're going to go over." And I'm like, okay, so. Oh wow. Yeah, you just <laughs> you figure out you find an exit quickly. Yeah. So so still. a lot of times it really ain't over until the bell rings because yeah yeah because yeah. even yeah. when you're told something before the show, I mean, just during the match they can they can flip it. Absolutely, yeah. Anything could happen. Even if something happens earlier in the show that maybe wasn't supposed to happen, an injury or something like that, they could have to change it. Now we got to change it this way or whatever the yeah. case might be. Yeah, yeah. Many so that, that's that's an interesting dynamic because, yes, it's choreographed. Yes, it's predetermined. But essentially, when you do win that belt, it is a big moment because, yes, it's choreographed. Yes, it's staged. But it can happen to where the decision flips, you know, that, that during the match and when the bell rings, now, you know, for sure that it's actually over and you actually have the title. So that's, yeah, that's, you can't take it back now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, and there was actually a time I'm sure we'll get to it at some point. Uh, this, I think was raw. I think this yeah. one, nah, was this when Shane interfered? I'm not sure. No, this is when you beat uh, Shawn Michaels. Uh, it was uh, John Cena and Michaels uh, when, when you know, you know, they lost against uh, all of you. Okay, Raw. yeah. Shawn was always the fall guy. Shawn always took the fall, so that was nice. Got no, was that was, was that something he – was that his call? I don't know whose call it was, but he used, he was always cool with everything. 
Oh, he no. didn't care. He would always joke and say, it doesn't matter, guys, because in the end, it's just going to be super kicks all the way across. So <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. And actually, uh, I saw him not too long ago. I saw him in February at the Performance Center. I was down there coaching. So it was cool mm-hmm. to catch up with him again. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he is just in just engulfed in NXT now. He loves NXT. So you can you can tell. Yeah, it's amazing uh, down there. Yeah, it is. How was that experience uh, of you coaching down there? It was great. I went for a week in November, and then I did the first two weeks in February. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm actually, they were supposed to go back. They were talking about going, coming back in April, but, you know, due to the situations right now, everything's not happening at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see once everything goes back up. But I loved it down there, man. Just coaching, coaching with them is great because I'm young enough uh, and I, I can just still get in the ring and go with them and show them, no, this is what it has to feel like. Yeah. This is what they're trying to explain to you and this is what you got to feel this is what mm-hmm. you need to feel when it's out there and yeah. some of them they're oh wow like that was really good like you know and sometimes i'll do a lot of one-to-one stuff with them uh you know when i was there in november i did some one-to-one stuff with denzel mm-hmm. and just we spent like three hours together just working on his amateur game and how to make that incorporate that into what he does in the ring are uh, you talking about uh Desjardins, the one who yeah, lost to yeah. uh Alistair or well, no, he lost to Seth Rollins on Raw, I think it was. Uh, yep. yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. That. yeah. <clears throat> interesting. That's pretty cool. Is that something that you want to do like full time? Like, like oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's just a great atmosphere. There's no there's not that there's no pressure, mm-hmm. but it's like when you're the one giving the test, you already have the answers. They're the That's ones right. with the questions. That's right. In this That's position right. right here that we're looking me in the ring. I'm the one with all the, the questions and everybody else has all the answers. So mm. it's like this, the whole thing is flipped. Like there's not that pressure anymore. Yeah. It's not like walking on ed, on eggshells there. Cause you're, you're the egg carton holder. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you're not worried about walking on anything. So, and you know, teaching I, I do now. So it's like, it's great to have them as students and to teach something that I'm really passionate about and that I've yeah. you know given a lot of my life to. That's More right. than half of my life at this point. Geez, going on 21 years now. Wow. Wow. Man. That's amazing, man. Oh, this was uh, Survivor Series, I think. Cyber Sunday, maybe. Cyber Sunday, yep. Yeah, <clears throat> Dusty Rhodes taking that elbow. That was great. That was cool. And it was, you know, it was interesting. It was really not full circle, but it was different working with Sarge in that manner, too, because I had worked Sarge when I was like 14 years old on the Independence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's the one who kind of got me all those TV spots at the time that we had seen. So now working with him and Piper and Flair and even doing like we did like a whole European loop with Piper and Flair mm-hmm. and we worked with them for a good like three to five months just every single night. And it was just learning and learning. But wow. it was cool working with Dusty. That was fun taking the elbow. Yeah, man. I mean, dude, look at this. I mean, you're in the ring yeah. with four WWE Hall of Famers, man. Like that's huge i mean how, how were you feeling in this moment just it's just you like the, everybody cleared out just you and four wb hall of famers and it just yeah it's cool. like even at the time it's like because you know you see them but i guess looking at it now it means more now because these guys aren't around anymore you know yeah, no, one else, yeah. no one can ever do that spot again no yeah. one can ever take that elbow no one can ever work right there with piper you know what i mean like mm-hmm Sarge, maybe Flair, maybe, but realistically, it's not going to be the same. Like these guys were still working. That's right. Uh, Even like I say, a lot of times working with Sean and Hunter, we got to do a whole program with them for a year. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, 
there's not many guys on any roster that can say that they have that working one-to-one knowledge with those guys, you know? So that knowledge that they have is only going to get passed on through them talking or those who worked with them. And there's not that many people left that have been able to work with these, this amount of people. That's right. Yeah. And, and Dusty and Piper have passed. So, you know, like you said, you will, you know, there will never be this type of moment again for sure. So yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah. And I don't know if it was this match. I remember I body slammed Piper and I was like, man, he's so heavy. And then I tagged <laughs> out and everybody, when I slammed him, he was, he was so heavy, but everybody in my team was like, no, no, no. And I was like, mm-hmm. no. So then we got to the back. He was like, why'd you slam me? I said, I don't know. It's just I had to put you down. He's like, you're not supposed to slam me. And I was like, are you guys serious? And everybody's like, yeah, you're not supposed to slam Piper. And I was like, nobody told me that. Like, nobody told me don't slam Piper because of his hip. Like, oh, like, okay, because of his hip. I was like, wait a minute. I've never heard of that. Is that, yeah, is that you're a not thing? supposed to slam Piper. But I was like, just, oh, my goodness. Like, wow. Huh. Oh, wow. Interesting. But really? he laughed about it. So Yeah, I'm glad he took it in jest. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That Flair? Yeah, yeah Flair, the, the number one, the first time you beat Flair. Yeah. Oh, is that the Royal Rumble or Raw? That's Raw. Raw, because you had a trifecta. The, the, this yeah, was, I was going to uh, say, there was three times in a row, but the Revolution, I think I wore white. But that was cool working with Flair. That was fun. Uh, what was interesting about working with him was you'd never see I'd never see him. I wouldn't see him in catering. I wouldn't see him all day. And like Steamboat was usually our agent. So he'd come up to me when everybody's out at the ring talking and he's like, have you seen Rick? I don't know. No, I haven't. <laughs> and then like, I'd see him about 10 minutes before our segment and he mm-hmm. would just come up and be like, uh, sunset flip finish. Or when I go for the figure <laughs> four roll through finish. And like, that's it. He would just tell you the finish. And then he would just walk away and start stretching and doing his thing. And I was like, you know, I don't want to go up and say, "Hey, I'm thinking of this," or, "Yeah, okay, I guess that's the way it is." We're just gonna yeah. figure it out there, and that's really what we did. Every single time I worked with them, all I ever had to go off of was just whatever he said was the finish, and that was it. That's interesting because uh, I've interviewed Steamboat before, and uh, you know, he's he's he talked about that, and there's a few people who talked about that too, who's wrestled Flair that I've interviewed before that Flair hated. Um, going through you know the match before the match he loved to call it on the fly so <laughs> it's definitely not a surprise. Call it on the fly i remember one time he what did he do he did something to me sent me outside and he's like pull me out so i okay so i grabbed him pulled him out and he's like suplex me so i remember i stepped back and gave him a punch because i i was like did he say that and i was like what he's like suplex me i was like now yeah okay like yeah. i suplexed him on the floor and i remember it hurt me yeah. Like legit, I sold it going, oh, oh my god, that hurt. Like how oh, did that wow. how did he take that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So what can I think we talked about this before, but just you know, the refresh for the for the audience, what was the mentality behind like you're really about to legit through a beat flare twice, one in a tag and, and one on raw and one in a pay-per-view? What was the what was the thought about beating flare three straight times? Uh, me or storyline wise, just what was the idea? About, like, what was the idea behind you know make giving you that push? Because I remember, I think it was this episode, the the first one that they were saying. Um, I think Lawler was saying uh, there there were it was Lawler, and they were talking about how okay, well he has a last name now, you know, and it was like it was one of those things that when 
y'all y'all got the garbage trunk dump, you know, from yeah. the Spirit Squad, and, and you came back, and okay, this guy has a last name as as Dykstra, so you weren't even really pegged in a in a kind of a higher spot, and to come out the gate beating Flair, who who came up with that idea? So the overall plan, I th- from what I was told, was that after Revolution, that was the third victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the next night on Raw, I was supposed to beat Hardy for the Intercontinental title. And that was going to do something with me and Flair with that. But that same pay-per-view later on that night was when Hunter torn, torn his quad. Mm-hmm. So they had to move Flair with Sean to go against Rated RKO. Mm-hmm. So then that kind of left me you know, elsewhere because it was supposed to do something with me and Flair going forward with the IC title and then Hardy and I think Carlito at the time, or maybe Morrison, uh, they were going to go their own way or they were going to somehow spin back into with us mm-hmm. with like the four of us or something, or even more, maybe with Shelton too. I don't exactly remember, but I know that night I was originally, when I first got there, I was told I was going over on Hardy, but then as the show progressed, that was, you know, right before it started, that's when we found out it was going to go the opposite way because they were now going to move flair with Sean. Mm, similar to what we were talking about. You never know. Yeah, so you, yeah, so yeah. how quick one goes from here to the opposite. Yeah, wow, interesting. And that must have been the other time I beat him. That was a tag match. Yeah. Yeah. Was that yeah. me and Carlito? Uh yeah. Well, it was you and Masters against Masters. Uh, Flair and Carlito, I believe I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that was another one too. Even like the tag matches, he would just like we'd kind of have some idea of things that we might do when we're in the ring together, but we didn't know where Flair was. So Flair just okay, just figured out, and when he tagged, he tagged out. When he tagged in, he tagged in. You just gotta, but that's part of being trained properly. You know what I mean? You just gotta know where the match is, where it's yeah. flowing. You know what I mean? And yeah. how to keep that flowing because yeah. you don't want to ruin that momentum. Yeah, and then you really gotta listen to the crowd too because the crowd's kind of dictating in a way, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Because now we're looking at wrestling with no crowds. So it's like, I, I always I say, like, we're the dictator of the show, but the crowd is the narrator of the show. Nice. You know, yeah. so if, if, if they can't understand the message you're sending, then there's going to be no reaction. If there's no reaction, then you kind of got to change up what you're doing. Yeah. Because your dictatorship is not working in that moment because no one's moving. Yep. Absolutely. Or now with no crowd, you kind of see, and that's the revolution one. Yep. And that was the same thing. He told me the finish. He said, I'll, I'll come in and punch you. Uh, I'll move the ref. And when I come back, just give me this low blow and roll me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. you, know, like, well, you got 15 minutes or something. Yeah. So you never know. And that same match right before we went out, Vince took his headset off and he said, if you throw him off the top rope, he said, you're both fired. <laughs> so don't do it. Really? Oh wow. Okay, like but that's kind of his spot. Like everybody throws him off the top rope. Huh. And Flair's like, Don't worry, we'll figure it out out there. So then during that match, he he's like, Come get me, I'm going to the top. And I was like, Don't do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he went up and I went to get him. I was like, What are you doing? And he just gave me a thumb. He's like, Come back. Boop. And then when I came back, he just jumped off and gave me a potato. Oh wow. So, so he, had, he had a single accent. So why didn't Vince want that spot? Uh, I think because everybody always every match he does it, so Vince was just like, "Don't do it tonight." Uh, okay, got it, got it. it. So I don't know. If, maybe got he was getting ready to fire us until we didn't do it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Makes sense. Makes sense. That was SmackDown. I think that was that a tag or a singles. It was tag. It was your last uh, WWE appearance uh, in two thousand. Jay Bradley. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Ryan Braddock is his name at that time. Yeah. 
against uh, that time? yep yep jesse and festus says when yeah, festus i like him he's a cool dude yeah guys. yeah gallows <clears throat> yep. yeah cool. so this was this was it for you so what was what were your thoughts after this moment because this was this was it you never know i had pitched the idea to go back to the developmental for a little bit just to take a break off of tv because uh, a lot of times people think like, oh, I got to be on there every week. But, you know, I was of the mentality of just let me be off of it for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let them just forget about you for a little bit and then come back a little different or something new or find something different. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was it. Then they sent me home for a few months and then and then that was it. No more yeah. TV there. Actually, yeah. is this when I went to FCW? Yep. Went to FCW. No, I think before that I went to FCW because I had a knee injury, but they had sent me there for a little bit, and I worked with Tyson Kidd mm-hmm. uh, and some others. Yeah, I think, yeah, when he was TJ Wilson at the yeah, end, FCW, right. I think, yeah, he, he beat you, I believe, uh, in FCW. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, this was uh, this was, this was was it. I mean, I, it was it's one of those things that, it, to me, to me, it's it, a tape-up one? Uh I, I, that might have been. I, I know this, Saran wrapped me to the dolly. Uh, yeah. Networks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. This is this is. I know this was your last match on SmackDown in 2008, and I'm just, I, I'm wondering, like, why they. I don't know. It's, to me, it just seems like you had so much potential. I mean, you beat Flair, you pinned Shawn Michaels. And then this, you know, why, why the transition within two years? Why from there to here? You never know. You never mm. know what they're doing. They switch plans. They switch ideas. But all you can do is whatever they ask you to do the best you yeah. can. Yeah, but I had some really good matches on SmackDown with, like, Jimmy Yang. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked with him a few times. And some of that stuff we called in there. And mm-hmm. some of the, there were sometimes too where we had, like, six or seven minutes. And then we'd go out there. And they're like, okay, the match would start. They go, you got ten. So, well, oh, we got to fill in three more minutes. Yeah. And we'd add in stuff and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I worked punk on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And that I was see, a good one. Uh, you did some ECW stuff too around that time. I think you did punk. Yeah, worked with him. Yeah. Well, I think got to work did. with Kane on SmackDown. That was cool. Yep. Yep. I remember that too. Yep. But, yeah. you know, I always, I always did the best I could to make the opponent look as good as they could mm-hmm. uh, for a few reasons. One, because I knew it would show up on their Titan Tron video which would mm. then give me more royalties. And two, it was like, you know, if you can make these guys look good, you know, then even when they're the top guys, they're going to want to work with you more because you make their job easier, you know, yeah. and they yeah. know that you're willing to put their stuff over. So they'll give you more, mm-hmm. you know, every time I work with Kane, he always gave me quite a bit mm. to get on him. Uh, oh, nice. Because he knew that I was going to make him look good, and I was going to put over every single thing that he did. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense. And this was sixteen. Our return. What's funny about this thing is wrestling has come so far, in the sense where, uh, you know, you just go out and you call stuff like you know, Flair and I just go out and here's our finish, and they don't need mm-hmm. to know too much. Mm-hmm. This when we went out there. Uh, they were like, okay, so what are you guys going to do? And we're like, okay, we'll spell his name. And then we're just going to, you know, we're going to beat up, beat him up. And they kept coming back to us like, well, what do you mean you're going to beat him up? How are you going to beat him up? And I'm like, I don't know. We're just going to mug him. 
And they're like, well, do you mean like one, two punches and then a kick? And I was like, I'm not going to tell you everything. Like oh, I'm wow. going to change it up when I'm out there. I said, I'm just going to maul them yeah. <laughs> until we get to where we need to go. Like, you know what I mean? Like we are of the mindset of just go out and feel it. Where now mm. it's more of a structured of, well, how many punches and how many kicks type? Like, and I, I, I just saw, I can't do that. Like there's, yeah. you're not going to, cause if I tell you that I'm going to mess it up because I'm not even going to know what I told you when I get out there, I'm going to feel something totally different. Yeah. Especially working 10 years earlier with flair and dusty and Piper, yeah. <laughs> you know, just and slaughter. And it's like, yeah, I mean, those, you know, people like that, I mean, you know, and Michael's, people like that are, are legends. And so, you know, they're, you got to feel it. You got to feel the energy. You got to feel the pulse of the crowd as opposed to every meticulous move, you know, it just. Exactly. Cause then know. if we do it, if we feel every, if we call every little move that we're going to do, we still have to listen to the crowd, even when we're mugging somebody, cause yes. it might go a little bit longer it can go a little bit shorter. We've got to feel the crowd at their peak before we get them out of it. That's right. You know, we can't just call two punches and the crowd's not there yet that we'd have to do more mm -hmm. to get where we need them to go. That's right. Uh, but what's now, interesting about this one is right after they told us, I didn't find out about this until maybe five days before. Mm -hmm. And they called and was like, can you be in San Diego? Okay. So I was like, Mondo, we're going to San Diego. He's like, yeah, I guess so. So we did. And that, those uniforms, they actually had like buckets of green clothing. And they were like, nice. And actually they had extras there too. And they're like, we're going to send them out with you guys as like squad too. And we were like, then we're not going to do it. Like we're not doing it then. Wow. If you're going to send out these extras to be the squad, then just send them out to be the squad. Yeah. If you're going to send us out, then let it just me and Mondo. That's it. Mm -hmm. So we really had to like push a little bit for that. And so then they were like, okay, fine. We'll just send you two out. And it ended mm. up working fine. But uh, we weren't under contract this entire time. We weren't under any contract. Everything was just like a week by week basis. Yeah. So it showed this shows a lot of trust that they have in us to give us live microphones. Yes. After not being on the show for eight years to just be mm -hmm. like, we're going to give them live microphones and have them beat up one of our stars. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> true. You know, we could have, we could have said whatever we wanted to <laughs> live yeah. on television. Right. Right. We really decided to just really beat the, beat the crap out of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what are they, like, what are you going to do? Fire us? You can't. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, by the way, Vince, back in 2008, you really screwed me over. You know, right, just, yeah. <laughs> like, you could have said anything. You could have did anything. And we would always joke about that. Like, they, they're, they're so, uh, like, trusting us yeah. to do this. Not that we would do anything stupid, but, like, the, you know, you never know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And when we came to the back, Vince, he said, oh, he said, I'll see you at the pay-per-view. And we were like, okay, I guess we're going to the pay-per-view next Sunday. Nice. Yeah, because I think it was, uh, I think this was a three week, three week run all together. Because y'all had the tag, y'all were like in a tag uh, gauntlet or something like that of SmackDown, I think it was, or tag. Just no mercy, uh, and then I worked them on Tuesday, mm -hmm. and then the week after that, no, we did a six man, and then we did a non title match where we pinned the cha tag champs. That's right. Yeah. And that's then the following week we did a tag title match and then the week after that we did the 900th smackdown so it was like a good five six weeks okay yeah that's right yeah building up to survivor series yep 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 <clears throat> so i mean did they so when they so the last one um i think it was the 900th smackdown yeah yeah so when that you know, still weren't on a contract 
did they say, okay, this is it for y'all? I mean, this we don't have anything else, or how how did they? How they every week it? it was just like, okay, we'll, we'll let you know if we have anything. So oh. then you fly home and nothing, and then Thursday you get an email saying, here's your flight and your travel for next week. Oh. So <laughs> yeah, no. it was literally a week by week basis. Yeah. But we knew we were coming back after we pinned the tag champs in a non-title match. We were like, they're not going to, they have to bring us back now. Right, right. And we were joking the whole time. Uh, the following week, because we knew there was going to be a tag title match, mm-hmm. and I was telling the ref like, when I put him in the sharpshooter, just make sure you ring the bell and like, <laughs> like just BSing the whole way down. Like yeah. we're gonna totally shoot on these guys. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about Rhino, but we could definitely take Slater. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, that's it, man. Good stuff. So, uh, what do you think? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's cool. That's different. That's good, man. Good stuff. Yeah. You have time for another question or two? Mm-hmm. Cool. So hashtag Axe Kitty. Uh, Marissa is asking, do you watch wrestling to this day? I watch sometimes. Uh, now it's more so if someone asks me to watch their stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch too much Raw or WWE, but it's more like the NXT group uh, or even some from AEW. They'll ask me to watch, hey, will you check this out? Or they'll send me a link. Can you watch this match? Mm-hmm. So I usually watch it, give them some critiques some feedback on things you know, to improve. Nice, nice. Elvis, who would you have? Who would you have wanted to work with that you didn't? Mm, probably Taker, Undertaker. I mean, I've worked with him in the ring, but never like a full match in front of a crowd. Mm, nice. Brian, uh, if it wasn't the Spirit Squad, what gimmick would you have liked to have done? Oh man, I don't know. Like, I like doing what I'm doing now. Uh, I do a lot of stuff with Beyond Wrestling as Ken Doan. And it's kind of like a Pillman-esque, crazy-type character. I don't know. I just I feel it more now because maybe, one, I don't take it as serious, and I don't mean it as serious, like, like it's a joke, but I take it, like, not as serious, meaning, like, I get it. It's more of a show now, so I'm more into the show aspect of it. But right. I, I do take it serious in the sense where I can feel that when I come out, the people are believing in what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. So, so I just you, have to do so much less. So you do, like... um so that so that gimmick is is in a I think it's beyond wrestling beyond wrestling now right you're doing yeah. some stuff there, um, interesting, that's a that, that seems like that's a, a big difference from you know what the Squad World Order and all and all that uh, but I guess you know just to continue to evolve your character and, you yeah know, it's pretty cool because it's like two complete different characters like uh, you know the Squad characters very mm-hmm. comedy based. Yeah. And entertainment where the other one is very, you know, psychotic and crazy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. People like them both. So, yeah, cool. All right. Uh, got enough time for one more? Sure. All right. Last question, guys. Uh, I got to respect this time here. Uh, Mike is asking uh, since you were trained by Killer Kowalski, did you have a good relationship with Hunter? Absolutely. Yeah. And we talked about that actually when I was at the Performance Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bloom, Coach Bloom, he was trained by Kowalski as well, the head coach down at the PC. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what they're preaching to these guys is similar, very, very similar principles as to what we were taught, mm-hmm. you know, going through that system. Yeah. When I went there, Hunter was already out, but I think Bloom was becoming Prince Albert. He was he had just debuted on TV as that as I was coming in. Mm-hmm. And Perry Saturn would always come back and forth from ECW when he was on and off the road as well. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, we, we've always maintained that uh, relationship. And I remember too, when Kowalski passed away, I was with the company mm-hmm. and me and Hunter had talked about that for a little bit. Nice. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, that's it uh, for tonight, man. Uh, it was fun, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely. Uh, let the listeners know where they can find you on social media, man. Ken Doan, just like you see on my name here, K-E-N-N-D-O-A-N-E, and that's at Twitter uh, and Instagram. Although awesome. I don't do too much of it, you know, I'm more of like a, I read like certain news pieces of it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not big on social media, but I do have occasional stuff. It's more like tidbits and some advice to help like wrestlers and whatnot. Yeah. <clears throat> I would uh, I would say you got any dates coming up, but nobody does. So. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Tomorrow, <laughs> I'll be looking up some PN news stuff. That's yes, absolutely, man. I can actually link y'all up. I, I, I still talk to Paul, so I can, I can make it really easy for you, man. So definitely. Uh, yeah. I'll link you up. Cool, man. Sounds good, man. Have a good night. Thanks. All right, Thanks appreciate it. All right. Bye. Y'all be good. Thanks. All right. Good stuff. Uh, Ken Doan. Uh, great, great show tonight. Um, good stuff uh, with Ken Doan. I hope you guys had a good time with Ken Doan. All right, y'all. How y'all feeling tonight? Um, PMP Nation, how is it? How is it? Hope y'all had a good time with that. Hope y'all had some fun with the the PNP photo shoot. I, th- that was fun too, man. I really gonna uh it just takes it just takes a lot of time. It just it just takes a lot of time uh, doing that stuff. Um, uh, but this one this one wasn't too bad because uh Kenny's um you know his history is 10 years um younger than Delos. So for Delos I had to do a longer, you know, span uh with his than Ken's, but you know I, I was I was really pleased that I was able to get a lot of a lot of stuff with with Ken's stuff. So that was that was pretty cool. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, all right, so how's everybody doing? PMP Nation, how's everybody doing? This is a, the heels of WrestleMania 36 on an empty arena, and uh, lots of uh, interesting stuff that uh, <laughs> we experienced with that. So, um, so yeah, man, good stuff, good stuff. How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? What's up, Alonzo? What's up, Alonzo? Uh, cool, Kyle. I'm glad, man. Glad. I'm glad you think you have the. Um, <clears throat> I'm glad you like the photo shoot. Good stuff. Everybody, what else? Photo shoot. Uh, what else y'all got? What else? Uh, y'all like the photo shoot? I think I'm gonna keep doing this. Uh, I can't promise you every week because it is. I mean, like uh, <laughs> the time frame, the timing is just a lot. Um, but I think I'll keep it up. At least a couple times a month. I think I'll do at least a couple times a month. I do want to kind of brand this for PMP and make a photo shoot like a lot. When my time gets a little bit more open right now, I'm about to become a doctor. <laughs> so uh, my time is working hard while everybody else in the house is quarantined um, and becoming a doctor, working on my dissertation. So my schedule is, I mean, if this is the, the tip of the cup, my schedule is like this. It is filled to the brim. And it's so funny because podcasting is actually therapeutic for me because my schedule is so crazy that uh, I just, I like the, I like the podcast. So I enjoy, I enjoy PNP because it's really a, it's really cathartic for me. It's really a, a form of therapy to just talk wrestling with you all. So that's the reason why I have so much fun. 
Um, and also do, uh, I have another podcast, uh, a theology and apologetics podcast, Vision United with the Z. So go check that out. And so uh, I do just, uh, I have like stuff on my phone that I can make it look very presentable. Um, I prefer, I prefer the, you know, the, um, the cam setting with, with all the bells and whistles. But uh, I got some some things on my phone that I can make it make it look presentable, too. And so I'll just be, you know, I'll be on break. You know, I'm a mental health therapist. So that's a lot, too, that I'm continuing to pour and pour and pour into people and pour and pour and pour into people and, you know, provide therapy to people. And I'm a mental health specialist. So um, so on a break, I'll just, you know, just (laughs) drink some coffee and drink some water and just. I'll have something in my mind and make a nice video about it. So uh, the the catharsis of uh, videography and podcasting and, you know, video casting and all that stuff, broadcasting, it's uh, it's really cool. So especially when you're talking about stuff that you love to talk about. All right. Uh, P, uh, PMP Nation asks Chris questions. Elvis is asking, how do you have all these connections? Good question, Elvis. Um you know what's so funny? Uh, speaking of connections, I had a really good conversation with. Um, uh, I had a really good conversation. Uh, I, I I usually have. I really just keep conversations. You know, just just real good, uh, real good conversations, uh, and I just really keep. Um, contact with people that i've interviewed on the show um and yeah i mean you know i had a i had a really good conversation on the phone just a random phone conversation before with bill after i mean just one of the most esteemed pro wrestling journalists in ever you know he's been doing this for a long long time so i was just sitting under the learning tree of bill after and um he said something really interesting to me um, as far as like he, he, he put he put my my writing over. He, he, he really he, he uh, when I was submitting my uh, pieces on Sports Illustrated, he called me uh, somehow. He emailed me, I think, and had, had me call him. And and we were talking for a while. We actually kept in contact for a while. I haven't talked to him in a while. I probably should give him a call. Um but yeah, we, we were keeping contact and I would just sit in a learning tree and talk to him. And he was giving me some really good advice as far as just um, how to, you know, continue to do what I'm doing. Gave me some pointers, gave me a way to continue to, you know, keep good relationships with people. And I've really and I, I love to I love to learn. I love to teach, you know, te- good teachers are good learners. And so I love to teach. That is my gift. My gift is teaching. So that's the reason why I ask questions all the time. I love when people ask me questions, as you can see, ask Chris. I love when people ask me questions and I love to ask questions. So uh, that's how it was. I was just sitting in the learning tree after and um, just getting advice from a lot of people and just really maintaining relationships with people uh, when at, at different times where they weren't, you know, necessarily like huge in wwe and i was just you know i interviewed people and just kept relationship with them so um and it's funny because i would text somebody and you know they would lose my number or whatever and i would say this is you know chris featherstone from pancakes and power slams and they'll be like oh yeah blah, blah, blah. you know current wwe people you know 
um, nicknames. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, what's up, man? And we would just go back and forth. And, you know, it was just it's relational, you know, and I, and I think it's one of those things that I maintain them because I, I maintain a good relationship with people because um, I'm a very relational person. So it's fun, man. Just continue their relationships. I have a huge Rolodex of, of wrestlers um that i'll just randomly text you know how you doing because a lot of wrestlers want that stuff man they're so used to like the fame and the fortune and stuff like that and i was really i was recently thinking about this about a lot of the reason why a lot of comedians are depressed and you know are suicidal you know i mean like robin williams and uh chris farley my all-time favorite actor was uh, chris farley you know he basically died you know uh uh just in a very sad state you know i mean just really addicted to alcohol and drugs and things like that and and you know it's just it's sad because a lot of those people they give so much to people but they don't have people pour back into them with encouragement and wrestlers are like that too man i've had some really deep conversations with wrestlers and um Cause I'm a certified life coach and I've had some really deep conversations with wrestlers, um, e- even a lot from a spiritual, from a, from a, a religious standpoint too. Cause as many of you know, I'm a very, very strong Christian. I'm, I'm in ministry. And so they, they, lo- they love that stuff. They love those conversations of people just um, not really coming to them from a standpoint of I'm a fan, but like, we're just peer to peer, man, you know, good stuff uh i'm gonna put ken anderson over he's you know he's one of the people i can just talk to you know we can just chat you know like uh um you know he i'm a christian he's an atheist and uh and uh we we've had some some good chats back and forth uh about uh religion um that's uh and, I, and i'm and i'm and he's he's a cool dude man and i'm not afraid you know oh the mighty ken anderson i'm not afraid to you know push push buttons you know when it comes to those conversations because I love talking theology and apologetics and I'll, I'll push, I'll, I'll push back hard, you know, about, about, you know, some things and we'll have friendly, friendly uh, debates about it. And, you know, they like that stuff, you know, so it's cool, man. I, I really enjoy this field and I really enjoy maintaining relationships with, uh, with, with people. All right. Uh, what else I got? What else I got? I think you asked this before, Elvis. Will you become a Raiders fan now that we have Marcus? Uh, no. Uh, again, why do you keep asking this question? I am a Tennessee Titans fan. I will. I Tennessee Titans for full life. Full life. Tennessee Titans full life. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, Bill After is a really, really cool dude. Really, really cool dude. Um, favorite and least favorite of Mania. Uh, we'll talk about that. Kyle, you win this week. You win the steal the headline. So congratulations to Kyle. You win the steal the headline. Uh, Brandon, I'll give you a co a co uh, co winner because uh, we're going to talk about WrestleMania thirty six. As y'all probably already know. So we want to jump into WrestleMania um, WrestleMania 6, 36. Um, 
getting the insights from the individual matches is neat. Cool, Brian. I'm glad you enjoy it, man. I think I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a lot more into that because I think it was it's it's been really fun. It's been been really fun. I I enjoy it. Cool. All right, call. All right, y'all. Um, so you ready? Y'all ready to jump into it? Um Good questions. Good ask Chris questions. Uh, since Sting is your all-time favorite wrestler, as you can see with my current shirt, Stinger. Since Sting is your all-time favorite wrestler, what's your favorite match of his career? Uh, has been 30 years ago. It is now. Great American Bash, 1990. First time he won the WCW Heavyweight Championship, NWA uh, heavyweight championship against La Nature Boy Rick Flair McMahon. Um, Robbie's you, you've interviewed many wrestlers, so if you could name three wrestlers that are no longer here, you want to interview who would they be? Great question, Robbie. Great question. I love that question. Yeah, I've interviewed, um, I have to check, um, well over 150 uh, people. Um, that's a really good question. Uh, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior um, is controversial <laughs> as he was. Uh, I would have uh, really enjoyed having a conversation with uh, the Ultimate the ultimate Warrior. Um, Dusty Rhodes, baby. Oh, yeah. Dusty Rhodes. Uh, my second all-time favorite. Dusty baby for sure. Um, Warrior Dusty and um, Warrior Dusty. I, I mean, I, I guess I'd say Piper. Yeah, I think that's pretty solid. Or the Macho Man Randy Savage, yeah. Chris Featherstone, the Pancakes and Power Slam show, cup of coffee, yeah. Man, freak out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Randy Savage would have been uh, would have been pretty good. Um, all right, people. Uh. I've had I've had Ken Anderson. I, we'll do a photo. We'll do a shoot. He was supposed to come on last week with D'Lo, but he's uh, got real sick. So yeah, Ken Anderson is. Uh, I think he's been on the show around the most. I know Marty Elias. I think he's up there as far as like who's been on the show the most. I think Ken Anderson has been on the show six times. So this is the eighth year of the show. Um, let's see. I think he's been on six times, either five or six times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's it's a lot here. So let me see. Yeah. I think like six times. It's It's been quite a bit. Um, let me see. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to look at my list of um people that has been that have been on the show. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. Um, okay, so episode, so he's been on five times. Episode 211, that was in 2016. Episode 236, so 20, uh, what, 25 weeks later. So that's about four months later, right? A little over four months later. Episode 263, both of them was with Davari. It was Ken Anderson and Sean Davari for 236 and 263. And then episode 303 and episode 358. Um, So he's been on five times. Big shout out. Ken Anderson, five times. He's a part of the Five Timers Club. Uh, Marty Elias has been on the show um, seven times. 241, 275, 280, 296, 326, 336, and 407. Uh, JTG is up there. I think Marty Elias has number one. So Ken Anderson's five... uh, Marty Elias, seven, JTG, four, four times. Uh, I had him on 150, 212, 285, and 342. Um, who else is up there? Sean Devari. Um, Sean Devari, four times. Lance Archer. Um, four times. Shout out to Lance. Four timers club. Yeah, I think there's been there's been other people. Uh I usually do usually one person do like two or three times. Um sometimes once, but Ken Doan, this is his fourth time. Uh, 227, 386, 349, and today. So this is his fourth time. Cool, man. This That's uh, good stuff. Good stuff. So shout out to Marty Elias seven times. Ken Anderson five times. Sean Navari four times. JTG four times. Um... And Lance Archer four times. Shout out to shout out to them. Uh good stuff. Black Bart too. How many times has Black Bart been on the show now? Nice. <laughs> uh six. 351, 361, 374, 394, and 402. So, uh, and 409. Oh, nice. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep, six times. Shout out to Black Bart. Six time club. Nice. He's a part of the five timers club. Good stuff. I have not, uh, I have interviewed Jay Lethal. Yes, I, I interviewed Jay Lethal. Um, 
on a conference call and also three years ago, episode 254 was Jay Lethal. Um, I did. I've not interviewed Ahmed Johnson, so uh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, yes, I would like to interview Bruno. You guys are having some really, really good questions. I love these questions. Um, at the present, with the world in a black place, are you putting focus on prayer? Of course, Mike. You, you already know that, man. I, fo- I focus on prayer whether, <laughs> whether the times are good or bad, for sure. Uh, yeah, I was thinking Andre Kyle. He was like, he definitely would have been one of my one of my choices. Um, ever see a big surprise intro debut similar to AJ Styles in a future Royal Rumble match? Uh, sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, why not? Um, I really don't know who's out in the market now that would be a surprise. That it's never been there, other than Kazuchika Okada or Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega was in D- Deep South, but Kenny Omega's with AEW. Kazuchika Okada, that would probably be. But I don't want Okada in WWE though. I, I just I don't want Okada in WWE. Uh, he's still young. He's still so huge. Tanahashi would be pretty cool, but I don't see them doing much of anything with Tanahashi. I, I really don't because Shinsuke Nakamura was a star in Japan and uh, unfortunately, you know where he is nowadays, unfortunately. Good questions, guys. Um, we will be talking about this. We will be talking about this, Michael. Cool. All right. So let's get into... Uh, no, I've not interviewed any of the McMahons. Uh, almost hopped on a conference call with Triple H, um, but uh, I think I was at work or or was working at that time, so I didn't. Um, oh, absolutely, it would been great to interview Eddie. Absolutely. All right, so let's do, let's go, let's do some, let's do some headlines. All right, y'all ready? Headlines, here we go. All right, let's re- let's review WrestleMania 36. Let's re- review WrestleMania 36. Um, what y'all think? What y'all think of WrestleMania 36? Um, pretty pretty fun. Pretty fun. Um, my thoughts on WrestleMania 36. Let me bring up the card again so just so I, I can have a refresher of um how it was. Let me have a, a refresher of how WrestleMania 36 was. Um let me bring over the week this week is uh we're going to actually um, we're going to do early predictions for uh 37. Early predictions for 37, and also, um, what are your thoughts on the two night? Personally, I didn't like the two night, I, I, I think it was really good now. I, mean, I think it was really good for this year. Um, 
but uh, I don't. I, I hope they don't do that again. Um, yeah, I hope I hope they don't do that again. But it was good for this year, though, based on the circumstances. Totally fine with it. Um, yeah, yeah. What grade would y'all give it? Night one and night two. Night one, I say B minus. Night two, C minus, and only C minus because of Drew winning. Drew made it from a more of a D plus to a C minus. Now I think I'll probably do solid C because I was really happy that Drew won, although it was in front of nobody. Um, yeah, C and B minus, B minus night one, C night two. Um. Yeah, average. Yeah, yeah. Love the Boneyard match. Um, let me bring up the card. Let's see. Um, but yeah, I don't. I hope they don't do two nights again. Um, especially when I'm when I'm there doing doing media. I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do media for two straight nights of WrestleMania. First of all, it would take my excitement away from it. Um, so. I wouldn't enjoy it as much. So, yeah, I mean, you kind of doing media, it, you kind of lead yourself up to that night. You lead all the weekend festivities is set up for Sunday, especially. I mean, it's just not a way that WWE could do it because Thursday's Hall of Fame, Friday's SmackDown. Saturday's takeover and then Sunday's mania. So they wouldn't be able to do it two nights anyways. All right. So nights one. Um, Cesaro beating Gulak. That's cool. Uh, it was short match. He did the airplane spin on his neck it was really interesting. Yeah. I'm glad he got it. I'm glad he picked up a win. Um, so Totally, totally cool with that. Bliss and Cross defeating Kabuki Warriors. This makes sense because uh, I knew some things were going on with Kari Sane uh, and um, Asuka. This this kind of branches her off to be her own, you know, kind of get back into the singles thing, although they're still plugging the Kabuki Warriors as a team. I really hope, I mean, just... Oscar singles, Oscar uh, tag team heel, even singles heel, is just not cutting it for me. Like her, like her, her characters become boring. You know, it's like, and I was a huge Oscar fan, huge, uh, but it's kind of blah. Uh, it's just a really blah type of type of angle going on with uh, with Oscar. Um, Elias defeating Corbin was. Uh, Bathroom match, honestly, uh, wasn't too much. I mean, I'm glad Elias got a win because he doesn't have many good WrestleMania uh, moments. So um, two straight years, he got beat up by Cena. <laughs> so 34 and 35, he got beat up by John Cena. Um, Lynch defeating Baszler was a bit of a surprise because, you know, uh, Becky was supposed to be taking some time off, rumored. Um, but you know, like I said on the live show, uh, by the way, thanks for everybody. Thanks to everybody who jumped on the live show for both nights. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it with the crew. Um, yeah. So like I said, on the, on the, uh, on the live stream, the watch party, 
everybody is taking time off. So, uh, you know, I guess it really didn't matter. Uh, Zayn defeating uh, Daniel Bryan clean. That was a bit of a surprise. Uh, it, it really seems like Daniel Bryan is really at this moment now. I, it's like, is he on his way out? Like, is he about to retire or something like that? Because it really seems as if uh, he's just really spending a lot of time putting people over nowadays. It really just seems like that's what he's doing. It's just uh, putting people over. And very interesting because to me, Zane, he doesn't have a lot of steam behind him right now. So since he beat him clean, you know, who would be a viable option next for um, for Zane? Personally, I would be cool with Kofi because right now you can have the New Day feud with Sammy and Shinsuke and Cesaro. Uh, and then, you know, that's. It'll be a good spot for Xavier Woods when he comes back too, three on three, and you can have Kofi or even Big E. Honestly, I, I'd be even, I, I'd be happy with Big E, um, you know, winning the Intercontinental Championship again, feuding with uh, Sami Zayn. I'd, I'd be great. I, I think that'd be fantastic. Uh, Morrison winning. Uh, that was a bit of a surprise uh, because they've, I mean, they've been on a roll <laughs> as far as Morrison. I mean, beating the New Day winning at Saudi and then winning at mania. So, I mean, it really seems like they're spending a lot of time uh, <laughs> putting Morrison over and uh, making him happy. Uh, Owens and Zane uh, Owens and Rollins was a good match. I enjoyed that match. Actually. Um, that was one of the matches that kept my attention. Uh, love Strowman, Strowman and Goldberg. Uh, interesting. Uh, so there's some rumors going around that uh, Goldberg had a, uh, a backstage altercation with uh, Vince McMahon because he was upset that Roman Reigns was um, the guy he was supposed to, you know, feud with and put over. So this is a this is a rumor. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm buying this, but this is a rumor. Not verifying this whatsoever, so don't go around the dirt sheet saying Chris Featherstone of Pancakes and Power Slams said this. When things are reported from me, I want to make sure if I say that it's true, it's true, it's authentic. All the stuff that's been reported, I authentic, I authenticate it through source and source or speaking to that person directly. So this is a rumor, a rumor that I cannot verify. I have not verified but for conversational purposes, uh, the rumor is that Goldberg did get into an altercation with Vince McMahon because he thought that Vince McMahon should have allowed him to because he pitched staying a couple a couple more dates leading up to uh, SummerSlam, dropping the title of Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Now I like that Strowman won. Um, Strowman didn't have a lot of steam on him, and Goldberg felt that too. Which, honestly, I I can advocate Goldberg's point on this because I I want I, I was cool with Strowman winning. I I, I like that he won the match, but for the sake of protecting yourself, especially the legends. And I've interviewed Goldberg, and he's he said the same is this very same thing as far as just making sure that he's protected. Shawn Michaels has said this too. The reason why he's not you know, didn't go against AJ Styles. Like AJ Styles 
going over Shawn Michaels, really, what does it prove? You know, and, and I agree with it. I, I agree with that mentality. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with that. So it's one of those things that if uh, Goldberg came back, you know, he's, he's, he said that, you know, rumored he, he stayed, he, he, he stayed past Saudi to put over Roman Reigns and Vince switch, you know, flipped the switch. So, I mean, I, I, I have, I honestly side with Goldberg on that. I, 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 I'm, I'm happy Braun won, but I, I get Goldberg's point too. So Evan Tech Prout, hey yo, what are your thoughts on? Hey yo, did I see? I can't see nothing. I got my glasses on. Did I just see WrestleMania with no crowd? Yes, WrestleMania with no crowd. Oh man, uh who's going on fast? Uh PNP Nation. Oh, man, what did we watch with the, the family? I keep calling the family five-five fun house. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Boneyard match, eight hours of theatrics. Shout out to Matt Hardy because you know they was inspired by him. I loved the Boneyard match, though. Like, that, that was yeah. probably my favorite. Other than I, I night one was good, too. I mean, I liked I liked night, night one. It was a solid. Night, night one was good. Yeah, I mean. Night I, two. The uh, bone night two was average to below average at best. Yeah. <laughs> at, at best, um, but night one was really good. I mean, they should have really flipped it, they should have flipped mm-hmm. night one and night two because. And I was saying this on uh, the um, the watch party, I said, you know what, this would be a perfect way to like end Taker's yeah. career. Like this was perfect. Like he, he kind of went back to ABA. With you know, I'm glad he kept the hair. I don't like when Taker cuts his hair because you know you have to flip yeah, your yeah. hair back and do the rest in peace and all that. I don't like when he cuts his hair. But he still had the yeah, long Mohawk. hair. Yeah, Mohawk. What was that? Twenty nine. Uh, Uncle Fester. Yeah, Uncle that was Fester. yeah. I was thirty. That was uh, Lesnar. Thirty. Uh, um, yeah, Uncle Fester Taker. That's what I called him. Um. But yeah, I, I liked it. Still had the hair, you know. Had the had the bandana on. Was more of an eight. Had the ABA look to him. Came in the bike. Um, the boneyard match was very well put together. Very well choreographed. Very well produced. Told a story. Made sense. Kurt Angle was actually the person who came up with the feud between Taker and Styles, which was really interesting. Makes <clears throat> perfect sense. Yeah. Um, and it definitely seems as if and it makes me wonder if 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 WrestleMania was actually live. Oh man, we know it would this right here wouldn't have been Look, near nowhere near as exciting as get, on your match. We we can praise the coronavirus KKV nineteen. One thing we got to see the Boyard match. And uh, fire, firefly funhouse. What's going on, guys? Oh, that was trash. And we know <laughs> we, we, I thought it was funny too. Yeah, I was, I was in, kind of weekend I had, man. I was in tears for all different reasons, sitting in, in my office 
Cena it didn't make sense to me at all. I mean, I understand like they were giving him like, Hollywood Hogan type of thing. Hollywood. Hollywood, yeah, I get it. But Bischoff said that I got fired in October, and uh, you know, I'm in the main event uh, at WrestleMania. <laughs> funny how that is. That was that was pretty funny that he said that. He said that on, on uh, IG or Twitter yeah. or whatever it was. So, you know, the, the Boneyard, great. You know, we wouldn't have saw that in Tampa. No, no, and that's and that's interesting. You would not see any of that in Tampa. No, it wouldn't have. And I think what would have been pretty cool is that what would have been cool is that they would have done uh, a boneyard match still, and we all would have been watching on like the big screens if they if they did that. Yeah. Like, I think that would have been cool if they did that because the boneyard match was. That was a perfect way to use Taker. I mean, that was a perfect yeah. way to use Taker. Yeah. I definitely yeah. I definitely didn't want to see it just a regular match between the two. Definitely didn't want to see that. Uh, but this right here and it main event it, it was perfect to me. It was yeah, it was, it was a good way. And then and then when Mania left, Mania went off, Taker rode off to the sunset. And we'll never see Taker again. That's the perfect yep. way. <laughs> that is the perfect yeah. way to, to you, you know you know you you know how 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 detailed we are as fans you know what i thought about aj hand i was just thinking about luger remember that stinger yeah stinger and <laughs> Go home, running to stop him and see it was a war game. Yeah, <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> yeah, nah, like it, uh, yeah. I think Sting, uh, the, what the fake Sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the crap on the leaguer. But now, nah, I mean, AJ, you know, good buddy of mine. We still text. I text him afterwards, and maybe it was a great man taking this talking and gallows and the Druids. He had the Druids come after him, and mm-hmm. that was great stuff. It, Loved it. And yep. the thing is, with Mania. You think it gave Anderson and Gallows a spot too? Yeah, Anderson and Gallows happened. Yeah, so right. Yeah, uh, the, the, the uh, construction truck, the digger, the dirt digger, what we call that, the plow. So it, it's you know the thing is, and shout out to you know our boy Drew. You think of Mania Thirty Six? Sadly, you do not think about you winning the title. That's true. Unfortunately, it's like oh the Boneyard match with a Firefly Funhouse. Mm-hmm. The, the ladder match was good. I think Charlotte showed a, uh, that match was a, a great story, just with too much yelling and screaming. I'm like, what? Yeah, it was a 20 minute match. It was it was interesting. It was it was long. It was a long match. Good match. Uh, and we'll talk about why there's some conflicting reports of why Rhea lost. I was not happy that Rhea lost. Daddy's girl. Not happy. Not happy at all. At all. At all. At all. Um, we'll talk about that here in a bit. Um, you know, daddy's girl had to win. Well, it, it I can understand based on the reports that's going on, I understand why they made the switch. I don't think it was necessary for Charlotte. I think Charlotte should have been there to put Rhea over. I think Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley should have went over. And I think that Bianca Belair, I'm glad that she came up, but I think she should have. It was a. It's weird to have her come. Bianca Belair is an absolute star. She's one of my favorite wrestlers in NXT and uh, in, in all of WWE. Period. Now, 
her coming to Raw, it makes it, it was a good way, and I'm glad that she's a babyface again. She needs to be a babyface. To me, I've said this on the show. She needs to be a babyface. I'm glad that she is. Make her a star. Now, Charlotte NXT champ. The plans are for her to do Raw and NXT still. So, but to me, Bianca Belair is the perfect person to put in that slot to feud against Charlotte. Uh, especially with Rhea being uh, gone, you know, for a while, it doesn't make sense that the the baby faces on NXT aren't that strong. You know, I mean, you got Tegan yeah. Knox, Tegan Knox, Candice LeRae, uh, Mia Yim, and that's really your that's baby it. faces. I mean, EO's a heel; they're probably Turner because a lot of people are are hearing her, but she's still a heel as of now. And plus, EO versus Charlotte. Eh, oh, eh, That's the thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. So, um, yeah. All right, so real quick, the rest of Mania, um, Alistair Black, Lashley, that was pointless. I did like Lashley's gear. Good match. Yeah, like the Lashley. pants. I, I really like his gear. And they should just turn him baby face. And I, and I think – with with Lana, the whole thing, it, it seems like a split is coming, but I really hope that turn that guy babyface, man. I really want to see. I've said this on the show many times. I want to see Lashley Lesnar. People are asking me, yeah, we what do I think? Uh, you know, who's going to win the Royal Rumble? I want Bobby Lashley to win the Royal Rumble next year. I want. Lesnar to have uh, a title beforehand because it's better for the faces to chase the heels going into WrestleMania. And I think that Lesnar winning the title again before next year, Royal Rumble or something like that makes makes perfect sense. And Lesnar Lesnar for the title. Because just think about we didn't have Tampa and there's some rumors that the 22 is going to have um, Tampa, Tampa may be going to uh, 2022 to uh, to 38. So at 37 LA, you can have Roman Reigns versus The Rock and Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Like this, I mean, that right there screams Marquis. And Triple H against Shane McMahon. No, thank you. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I'm, I'm cool with Trip never comes back. I'm actually yeah. cool taker that never comes back either. Uh, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be we'll be predicting. We'll be, the flavor of the week is early predictions of the WrestleMania 37 card. All right, I'm gonna bring out a notebook. I'm yeah. gonna bring out a notepad, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna make it happen with the with the yeah. WrestleMania 37 card. Lastly, um, lastly, pants, love them. Good hard hitting hard hitting match. Uh, just, yeah, it was. DLC, it was pointless. Like. It, yeah, I'm glad Lashley had a had a mania match. But, yep. uh, I liked Otis Ziggler. I like that story. And plus, man, Otis. I mean, I was saying this on the on the watch party. Otis had a singles storyline spot win at Mania. That's huge, man. That's huge. Yeah. Edge um, Orton way too long for me. Was, I'm gonna tell you, I was, I was. I literally was laughing so hard, you know, going to watch party. And remember, I was like, "What is this? Like backstage assault?" Yeah, it was. 
It was just way too long. It was like the like WCW backstage assault, but with Edge and Orton. Remember the video game? Yeah. It was, it was a random sports coat. It was the, the corridor, the catering, the boardroom, the closet, yeah, it was on top just... of the truck. I, I remember that when I was playing. Uh, oh, what was I playing? I think I was playing. Uh, I think it does that. It does that. No mercy. You can, you can go backstage and uh, go to the uh, loading dock and uh, the uh, the locker room and all that. And it just felt like that. It was just long, man. I mean, thirty-three I, minutes, man. I yeah, it was like, it. yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, it, it racked up was thirty six minutes and thirty five seconds. So that I mean, just yeah, it was too long. I mean, obviously they were trying to kill time, but I was just like, the first, the first night was three hours, the second night was three and a half hours. I mean, just shave fifteen minutes of that match, you know what I mean, and you would have been cool. Um, yeah, no, but but you. Really, Triple H went to Orton and was like, you know, uh, I can't have my match. Uh, so you got to take my place. Uh. Yeah. Look, you could you could multiply both world title matches times three, and they still wouldn't be as long as that one match. Strowman and Goldberg was two minutes and ten seconds. Drew and, uh, Drew and Lesnar was 4.35. So that's so six basically minutes and in 45 seconds. It takes longer to you get a couple of needles together, then the, the yeah. world title matches. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So that's, that's so that's uh, 33 minutes. Over, I, over five times, about five times as long. I kept, <laughs> I kept looking up at, at my TV. I'm like, they here, they are. Like, this match isn't over yet. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Ed says crying to tears. I'm like, yeah. I, okay. What was worse? Was it the latter? Was it the, Last man stand, standing match, Edge and Orton, or you say Batista and Triple H last year? Because I actually thought Batista Triple H was uh, an okay match. I do think it was long, but I, I was actually into it. I, I was, was just in not into Edge weird. and Orton. I just, uh, I just, you know, what's weird is it was the reverse. Edge and Orton had a great build up, but the match didn't live up. Mm-hmm. But Rollins and Owens build up was whack, but that match was actually <laughs> could have cool was actually pretty well. Yeah, who would have thought that match would be better than Edge yep, of Orton? Yep, I agree. Uh, real quick, uh, who think this mystery person is working with Sonya to hurt Mandy? Well, it seemed like it seemed like the other way around, though. It seemed like the mystery person was actually trying to hurt Sonya because that was the reason why, um, you know, he revealed the you know footage. So it seems like that's uh, based on the symbol. It seems like it's Mustafa Ali. Um, so he's uh, still hanging out at bus stops. Yeah, he's. They're, they're <laughs> like trying, I keep trying to have him do something. I don't know what this is for, but if he if it is kind of like a baby face, kind of like a GTV baby face type of thing, it could be could be interesting. Um, let's see. Street Profits against Garzan Theory. That was just uh, that was pointless. Absolutely. You know what was better than that match? And then Raw. The segment was almost an hour. I mean, like you. Oh yeah. It was three different segments in one match. I mean, what a way to debut Bianca Belair. What a terrible way to 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 uh, debut Bianca Belair. You do the tag rematch. Why in the world are they having a rematch? 
because they lost cleanly. And so why would you give them another title shot if they lost their WrestleMania cleanly? That was the first mistake. And then somehow that's a DQ that leads to Selena Vega attacking them. And then Bianca coming out again. And then that becomes a singles match. And then they call it a DQ because two of the people, two of the team uh, was fighting in the ring. So they called that a DQ, which switched to a six-man. It was just way too long. It was Raw was one of the worst Raws I've ever seen in my life. I mean, just hands down, it was an absolute F to me. Well, and it was it. like for the for the Raw, the Raw of the WrestleMania is one of the most hype Raws. Right. You know what I mean? Because you have everybody, you you really have the entire world, you know what I mean, at Raw because a right. lot of people are still staying around fr- from overseas. They usually leave on, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday. And so you literally have the mania crowd, you know, yeah, right. at, you know, at, at the Raw of the Mania. But this one, <laughs> I mean, it was huge. It, it was just oh. ridiculously awful Raw was. It was bad. Yeah. It, it, was, was it, would you put it as bad as the early roles from 94. <laughs> um, 1994, I, I, do, I, I do because the expectation wasn't yeah. as I mean, because you were dealing with genres and stuff. You were like, the point was yeah. to put people over, you know, what I mean, to make people look like stars. But I mean, like the tag match, and I mean, the, the point yeah. was to make Bianca Belair look good, but it really didn't. It was, I mean, it was a that bad, match was bad, like yeah. a classic Dragon Ball Z. Fight, it was yeah. like on and on, but it makes sense because they're singing and all. But it was yeah. like, why is that three full set? I'm half asleep. Yeah, I'm I'm working. And I'm at my office sitting there, like trying to watch Raw on calls. Like this match, yeah, still horrible. on. Why? Yeah, horrible. Uh, uh, cruising. Lastly, I believe I said that before. I want to. I want to see that. Um, as baby faces, though, uh, I don't want to see Miss Heels because I don't think it'll have a long shelf life if that's the case. I think <clears throat> my man Teddy Long should manage Lashley. Lashley needs a mouthpiece. Lashley is a face. Somebody got to talk for Lashley. We know from talking to him, he's soft spoken. He's cool. Yeah, he does not need to talk. <clears throat> I don't think Teddy Long will fit in this day and age. I think uh I think Abraham Washington would be good. Yeah, my man Abraham Washington. I'll send him yeah, a second. But I don't think he should be a heel though. I think I don't think Lashley should be a heel, honestly. Be no. a baby face. Uh all right, real quick. Uh what else? Bailey retaining was actually a surprise. I yeah. was like, but I'm she actually I didn't want I like Bailey. I mean, Bailey was one of my favorites at one point. She's still poor job with her uh, for a long time actually um it's funny because i said this in a watch party i wanted tamina to win just because you know she's tamina yeah she's been under for so long man but guess what happens she gets eliminated first uh par for the course when it comes to (laughs) tamina you know why it's because you know she's still sadly she's always going to get yeah Yeah. because the daddy and you know i was good friends with snooker it's my man, but she's still going to man. Yeah, dark cloud. <clears throat> yep. Um, and then Naomi is who I want to really, but 
Uh, and when Bailey Bailey won, I was like, eh, but I'm uh, glad that they decided to win, have her win other than Lacey Evans. But it seemed like they may do Bailey Sasha, but I don't want again for like the 80th time. Exactly again, and for one and for two, um, are they going to turn Bailey the face? Because I want I don't want Sasha to be baby face again. Make Sasha heal. She's a better heel. Yeah. So but then that means. Then that means we gotta go back to the Illuminati Bailey buddy. Don't don't like whatever you do things creep me out. The Bailey buddies. We don't need those. Yeah, don't be the Bailey buddies. You don't have to do that. Uh, you can you can you can still make it work with her being a baby face with a with an edge. Uh, Wyatt and Cena. Yeah, that was just it was too hokey for me. It was just it was just. It it was funny though. It was funny though. Time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is trash. The second time I watched it. I was like, this is still bad. It's a little better than the first time, but bad. bad. I, I look at it like this. Give Cena credit because Cena went through all of the Dragon Ball Z reference, all of the forms, like Freeza and so, Yeah, prototype Cena with them span. You know, we joke about that all the time. The colorful spandex pants. and It was good to see that. It was good to see the Saturday Night's main event stuff and Bray. You know, Vince is com- Vince commentating. I thought that that stuff was funny, but for but after that, it was sitting there like that. You know, we were talking doing other watch. I was like, what? What are we? What is going on? It's just too long. It was just too convoluted to me. It just and to me, it really didn't put Bray over. Like I just really wished that he would have beat John Cena. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't even a match. Like he was his own ref in this theory, in this you know cinematography, and you could tell it just it seemed like it wasn't a third. It seemed like it was a third party production company with the Boneyard match. It it seemed like it was WWE WWE, with with you know the Firefly Flint House. You could tell the difference. You could that's some pressure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) that's good ass, pal. Yeah, you gotta do the Vince laugh. Right, right. Whatever, new. Let's see. So let me see real quick. Um, Think it would have been better to debut Bianca Belair as a surprise opponent of Bailey's, or she could have done some kind of open challenge since she claims no one can touch her. Uh, I I like her as a baby face, uh, but they're doing the stick with your spouse type of thing now. So. You know, her being her being on raw it makes sense. So she looks better with all that makeup though. With without you said her with yeah, did you see the uh without did you see the uh what was it? The the they was doing the, the women's shoot. thing, the photo yep. yeah, she mm-hmm. she's she's good looking, she looks better with all that. Yeah, she says she prefers not to. I looked at. The, I listened to the interview actually. Um, uh, Carmella actually did a, like a like a sit down circle. Yeah, Carmella and, 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 and what? <laughs> <laughs> <But, laughs> you gotta do that again. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes to Bianca though. Um, but they were talking about like EO says that she feels like naked without it. Uh, uh, oh, Ruby Riot said that you know she feels weird without it too. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Bianca had a really natural look to her. 
So and, Bianca looks good. Yeah. Carmella uh, looks good. Dana Brooke actually didn't look too bad, actually. It wasn't mm-hmm. was Dana Brooke. Uh, yeah, D- Dana, no. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Uh, Sasha needs it. I've seen Sasha face to face. All you see is this. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Drew and Brock, you know, of course, I was super happy that Drew won. I, I went the right, I lied to you now. I went to wipe my eye mm-hmm. and I looked up and Drew had the belt. What the hell? I'm like, Claymore kick F5. I literally wiped my eye. He has the belt. I yeah. had to rewind it. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Um, I feel so bad for Drew. I know that's your boy. I haven't seen, uh, seen his Instagram after the match. I will look at it. Um, Mike saying Dream was supposed to debut on Monday, but Corona canceled it. I'm glad. I'm glad he didn't debut. He should win the NXT Championship before he debuts. That's the reason why I think Bianca shouldn't have debuted yet. I think she should have won the NXT Women's Championship first. Um, all right. So let's jump real quick uh, because I do want to get these <clears throat> this card together. Uh, next is um. So WWE's doing another set of tapings due to COVID nineteen. So they're changing they're changing ropes and doing the extra like precaution stuff. Um, and so this lockdown, I mean, with well, the stay at home, is supposed to be um, until April now. Now April 9th initially, and then I think it's supposed, and then they changed it to April thirtieth as far as like essentials. Uh, I think April 30th is like the 10 person restriction. And then each state has their own particular um, uh-huh. at home. In Virginia, like I said, June 10th, I know here in Ohio, I believe it's until April 30th as far as mm-hmm. stay at home. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting because I mean, there's all types of stuff. I mean, people saying WWE is trying to get some indisclosed, you know, crazy location, uh, that no one knows about, like UFC is doing, yeah. Um, and then, but it, it is going to be at the PC, and then, um, they're going to do precautions things, and they're going to have waves of matches. So, essentially, uh, everybody's going to have their own particular match, um, and, and they're going to be the only person there in the PC. So, so they're making precautions, but this is a really crazy time and it really is a, a crazy crazy time and 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 this it, it's still we've ex, we've experienced this for three weeks and it still doesn't feel the same you know with without a crowd it really it really doesn't it doesn't man yeah like why am i saying at wrestlemania no wrestlemania sign and no fireworks yeah. goldberg coming out coming out the janitor's closet he, he did the best <laughs> they could do right. to still make that entrance real he probably had like absolutely nothing like beside him. It was probably wall, and he probably right. had like it's nothing like behind some, him too. Some, like it was some kind of claustrophobic, like really. right. It's a, it's a like fake wall, <laughs> right? They had the security guards. They did two steps and stopped. That's how you yeah, know. Yeah, right. it like, <laughs> Just two steps out. There you go, pal. You're, there you go. You're, right you're, there. you're the gorilla. That's what I like. Yeah, that's, that's good. I like that. Yeah, the same feel. <laughs> uh so yeah yeah so stay at home yeah it's still still april 9th for orlando i'm looking at their twitter 
that still says that's tomorrow april 9th yes tomorrow uh yeah so i mean it's still still showing the actual order is um yeah april 9th i haven't seen anything different than that. so it seems like when it's lifted then they'll do um their their tapings orange county's curfew is 11 to 5 so um so all of us municipalities are still in the curfew 11 p.m to 5 a.m effective until further notice ex- exceptions going to or living work first responders healthcare government workers on shift and medical emergencies so there's the curfew um yeah that's that's it so it seems like um executive order will go in effect uh, on April third. Um yeah. So that's as far as we as far as we got now. So so yeah, so it seemed like they'll go ahead and make those uh those chain those when when the restrictions are lifted. They'll go ahead and do another set of tapings just in case there's any type of extensions or anything. I personally think that uh, by the time, because I've been following, I do a, I do some studying daily on it, and uh, you know, I, I have I have a whole different. I have a I have a really I don't have time to get into it, but my view on the whole coronavirus thing is yeah. I am not a conspiracy theorist whatsoever, but. I've got some some very strong thoughts on this whole thing. Um, very strong thoughts, but um, yeah, we, um, yeah. yeah I, we had uh, <clears throat> I know Friday night um, while I was working, we had a doctor. Me and Mike Ryan actually had a doctor uh, come on to talk about, and he said some things that was interesting in line of what you were saying about mm-hmm. over saturation and the numbers. And yeah. So yeah, it's. Uh, Quite interesting, quite interesting. So, so we shall see. So, the new set of tapings are supposed to last them. Um, there's some conflicting reports that they want to do uh, Monday the Bank Live. Um, okay. <laughs> not happening here. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, we shall see how that goes. I personally think that. Uh, I think I think return to normalcy. I think uh, beginning of June. I think I think things that go back to normal um i mean china is where it came from and they did a lockdown for two weeks and now you know things are pretty well you know they, they've they've recovered so so i think you know I, my my thought would be to go down that route see uh, you know, lockdown seeing a lockdown no i don't think we'll do a lockdown uh because there's like like Trump said, there's you know we're not supposed to be, we're, we're not we're not meant to be locked down, okay? We're not supposed we're not meant to be locked down. We got a lot of deals, got a lot of businesses. We're not locked down. We're just not. We're just not. We're just not created to be locked down. Doing the right thing right now. Just be patient. 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 No, we weren't created to be locked down. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I, I think uh, uh, DeWine 
DeWine has been killing it, man. I think he's been doing a really good job here in Ohio. Uh, and and I and basically from a lot of the press conferences and stuff like that, um, I, I think they, they were saying that the peak should be around uh, two weeks and then, you know, as far as peak and then the numbers uh, – should be expected to be declining after that. So just be patient. We'll just see. Patient. We'll see. We're, we're, we're I do hard. think that um yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just be patient. You will okay. just be just be patient. I got enough egg yet to do the job. There's a lot of deals, okay? Yeah, there's some old things. There's supposed to be patient, very, very no. patient. Lots of people, lots of deals, lots of patients. Um, I, got a test. I got I got approved for the test. <laughs> well, you got to do the finger. Like, when he points people, he's like, look. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah so we'll, 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 we'll see, though, man. I, I, I personally, with, with the trends, like I said, I, I, I uh there was a 40 page uh, medical document that I, that I wrote and took notes and I've been looking at the press conferences and things like that. I've been watching a lot of videos on this. Um, I've heard that this virus could be seasonal too. I've heard that too. Come back next season, like the flu. I mean, let's, let's be honest. I mean, um, the flu, the, the flu deaths, and, and the thing is, let me make this very, very clear. I do not want to minimize any victims of the coronavirus. Uh, my, my thoughts and, and, and right. my, my prayers are strongly, and I pray for, for families and victims uh, uh, who have experienced fatality through the co- coronavirus. So I want to make that very, very, very clear. Um, comparatively speaking, <clears throat> the flu uh, has over three times more deaths Uh this season from January 1st to, to now than the coronavirus. So I think that um, it's one of those things that um, it, it's, it's one of those things that flu season, that's pandemic. You know what I mean? So um, uh, yeah, there's other things too. Um, that's, that's Yeah. Um, alcohol related deaths uh, are huge Um, so yeah uh, we we shall see we shall see when it's all I'm I'm optimistic about it I'll say I'll I'll say within I'll say I'll say June July um, as far as like you know, I don't see 10 person gatherings, you know, 10 person restriction in June. I don't see that, but right in time for football. Yeah. yeah. We'll, get so we'll, see. we'll see. I don't see this going past. Uh, I, th- I think we'll, I think this will run its course. I think this will be a seasonal thing. I mean, this has been going on since December. You know, this is the third month. Some people see October, technically. Yeah, the first case I believe was December. Uh, uh, first case uh, officially, you know, documented I think was last December in China. And I think here was in February uh, or January. Um, so yeah, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see how this all goes. I just want to. I, you know, there's a lot to be, to learn from this for sure. Um, uh, 
And I think at the end of the day, I'm excited to see uh, a big crowd of fans at wrestling again. <clears throat> oh, uh, real quick, real Rhea Ripley missing time uh, due to visa, visa issues. Um, uh, so, so okay, so there's conflicting reports. Meltzer saying that Vince uh, <laughs> made the call because NXT wants to pop more ratings, which doesn't make sense because um, they're doing tapings. So there's going to be not a lot of people there. So the ratings going to be hit anyways. So, and then POW insiders that she's going back to Australia because she's having some visa issues. So that's the reason why she lost. So the visa issues story sounds, I think both of them has some, credibility to them as makes sense as far as why they're doing Charlotte and why they're doing Ripley. If I had to side with one more, I would I would say because of the visa thing. Yeah. Um, so because to me it, it just doesn't make sense why they would have Rhea Ripley lose. I don't think that's a good call at all to have Rhea Ripley lose um, because I think I mean, she was the hottest, one of the hottest names, you know, mm-hmm. hottest talent, talent, red hot talent. Um, and you just have her lose to Charlotte, who already had 18 title reigns. I think that's, that's daddy's girl. I think that's stupid. Uh, so we shall see. All right. Well, uh, we've got about 10 minutes, y'all. Let's uh, let's make this happen. It's uh, time for the Flavor of the Week. Here we go. It is, it now, is now time, time for, the for the flavor, flavor of, of the, the week. All right. For the week, let's do it. Uh, we're going to book WrestleMania 37. Book WrestleMania 37. WrestleMania 37. Early predictions. Um, all right. So what are y'all thinking? What are y'all thinking? Uh, Stinger, Undertaker. Give me eight matches at least. Stinger, uh, Undertaker, cinematic match. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no more Taker. No more Taker. No more Taker. Rock, rock and range. Um, yep. I, I can definitely, I can definitely see that. Uh, Rock versus King Vasquez make run. Oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um Triple H against Shane. Why? You know Trip's gotta have a match. He missed this year. So he gotta have a match. I don't see Trip and Shane though. I don't see Trip and Shane. Look, look what these people are saying. Mike Ryan, Roman versus Rock. Kyle said Becky versus Ronda. Ronnie said Taker versus Sting. Shane said Rollins versus Reigns. No. No, 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 no. All right, so let's do this. <laughs> Marissa. Let's do this. <laughs> Sasha versus Danny for the 1,000 times. All right, so let's Is that start no off. <clears throat> Yeah, let's start off with the... Um, Let's start off with the WWE Championship match. So the one on Raw? You got, yep. <clears throat> if it's still on Raw. Gosh. WWE Championship match. So I got. 
Let's do all. Let's just do all the title matches. Um, hmm. WWE double double E. Lashley Lesnar. Yep, I, I agree. I, uh, so Brock Lesnar against uh, Lashley, against Bobby Lashley. MVP could uh, do uh, manage all your work for Lashley. MVP can talk. Uh, well, he's a heel though. They can change it up in a year. MVP don't look right as a face. Maybe that's, that's the thing. I don't want Lashley to be a heel, though. I think it's. I think it's. Nah, he got be face. It's a bad, bad call. Universal Championship. <sighs> we talked about this early on my show. You know Vince is going to put the, the, the belt on the rock or something against Reigns, something like that. Yeah, and I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool if they put it on the rock. Damn. Because the point, the point of this one was supposed to have, um, you know, the the legends kind of put over the the newer the newer guy. So that makes sense to me. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Uh, what about Intercontinental Championship? Hmm. Made that like a Money in the Bank. Even though they got Money in the Bank, made that like a ladder match or something like. Yeah, be cool a last ladder match. Yeah, exciting. Put Sami Zayn, you know, he ain't going nowhere. Sami Zayn, Apollo Crews, like six or eight people, they ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> I wish Apollo Crews would make that. Alistair Black. Bobby Owens. Velveteen Dream. Oh, gosh, I hope not. I hope they don't just throw him in a, a match like that. And this is Raw. Sami Zayn's on SmackDown now. Yeah, he probably get he may get drafted before him. Let's just let's just assume that the IC title's still on SmackDown. So these are all SmackDown people. Okay, so Alistair Black wins IC title. Actually, I, I want uh, Alistair Black's on uh, on Raw. Um, U.S. titles on SmackDown on Raw right now. IC titles on SmackDown. Um. Roman Orton? No. Oh gosh, that must be. Yeah, I knew it was Elvis. <laughs> uh, Dominic versus Brock. If it was non-title, no way. Not at not at uh, not at not at Mania for sure. Punk, punk, punk against Triple. I'm not. I'm not opposed to that idea, but but no. Who's uh who's in this SmackDown Intercontinental? Yeah, Mustafa Ali, I can see that. He's still hanging out in the alleys, eating out trash cans. Well, making that man like he homeless. <laughs> then he got a bit bus stops. Like what is what is he? Yeah, all right, we got we got a row. So uh what else we got, y'all? Mother with Daniel Bryan in there. Um, um what's his face? Uh Gulak. A yep. Gulak. Five, six. Let's do six person. I see. Buddy. Cesaro. Yeah, Cesaro. You know, he's default. Seamus. He can wrestle anymore. Or to say Murphy. Murphy's on the roll. Bigler. Yeah, that's a good one, too. All right, so which one of these are leaving then? So heel, heel, heel. 
face, face, face. All right. Let's go for now. Brought U.S. United States Championship. Oh, what about the Apollo Crews, man? I wish, but I, I doubt that they're going to make that. Um, U.S. title. Mm. I think Alistair Black can win the U.S. title next year. Yeah. He should be the challenger. Who, who will be a good yeah, fit for him? Challenger. Yeah. Who can hit hard? Like a good, like a mm. nice, nice, stiff competition. Oh, man. What are you thinking? Hmm. That's sad we're sitting here thinking it's audible who can go against yeah. Alistair Black like a as far as a US Oh yeah, maybe we can do the Mount Rushmore next week, Elvis. Obviously we forgot what the Mount Rushmore was. Humberto? No way. Humberto versus <laughs> Alistair Black, I would literally fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> um Black versus Creed. Oh, Ricochet. Shane said Ricochet. Not all about Ricochet. Mm. Ricochet versus Bobby Roode. Maybe Bobby Ricochet on SmackDown. Ricochet's on Raw. Hmm. So I'm cool with Aleister Black winning it. But I don't want to see Ricochet versus Aleister Black at Mania. That That's not What cool. about Drew? Drew McIntyre is a heel? McIntyre is a heel. You know, he'd be good. Alistair Black, is he really facing McIntyre? No, he's a he's a babyface right now. He's a world champion babyface. Yeah. Don't think about next year, though. No, I wouldn't want to make him heel again. Uh, yeah. You definitely don't want to turn him. Black versus Dream? No, I wouldn't want to make Dream a heel. Uh, what about. Uh, 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 Eventually, Adam Cole's gonna get caught up to the main roster. So as you Adam Cole against Black, you know they ain't gonna keep Adam Cole. US title. Yeah, because you know Cole's not gonna get to any of the top belts. He's like mid card all the way because he's small. You know how mm-hmm. Vince is. Even though he's over, Adam's a good dude. I like Seth. Like that. Seth, okay. Sethy boy. Like that big a match. Seth is champ. Black can beat him for it. Yep. Uh, so Raw tag team. Don't worry. I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm not doing that right now because that's, <laughs> that's about time to leave. So these four are good. Any other special attraction, special, special attraction matches? Alonzo says Edge versus Styles. I like that. <clears throat> Um, and me, me, me and Mike Brown was talking about this earlier. The agent produced a battle royal. I think about all the agents. Like Matt Ryan, Mike Ryan said all the agents and producers WWE have. Are the US champ? Elvis. Uh, Stop. Stop. You know Elvis is trolling us. Stop. No, I, I don't think he's trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's for real. I try to help you out, Elvis. All right. Well, a couple more, y'all. We got a row. What else y'all got? Oh, come on, Gabriel. Brunt versus think, think Mania. Think Marquee. Think Huge. Think about that. So this, Elvis, you're about to be fired from booking. You're you're on there every week. You're on here every week, and I appreciate you. <laughs> but you're about to be fired from booking, like totally fired. Um, 
Take a verse, fiend, firefly, graveyard, funhouse. You know what? Yeah. Yes, no, I don't want to see take. I don't want to see Taker again. I think this is what you do. You you ride them to the sunset. <clears throat> I think I think well, there's no need to see, especially I don't want to see Taker lose for the third time at Mania. I think this is the best way to. I don't want to see Taker again. Um. All right, so let's do. Let's. I mean, so what else then? Cena. Cena against Goldberg. I think Goldberg is starting to be like that once a, once a year wrestler, like Saudi and Mania. Every year be Goldberg. Elvis. Elvis <laughs> I saw Elvis. Cena versus Roderick Strong. Oh my God. Oh no. Uh, Roderick worst. Strong is about the size of Cena's arm. The worst. Cena mm-hmm. versus Triple H. Again. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see. We just we saw that. Was it twenty two? Oh, ready? Yeah, that's a good one. Good one, good one, brother. Because Keith, Keith, Keith Lee's going to be Keith Lee versus Brock. Uh, not not for Mania. That could be something for like SummerSlam or yep. <laughs> Bray versus the Fiend. All right. So last one, the Fiend. They're probably they might they might do a Taker versus Fiend. I don't want to see it, but I I can see it happening. I can see it happening. Have Taker win. I don't want to see Taker anymore though. I don't want to see Taker anymore, but I can I can see them doing that. Yeah, hey, Christian have a have a farewell match. Nah, <laughs> they, they they won't care about that for Mania. Um, although I'm a big Christian fan, but. All right, so there we go. So far, that's what we have. Uh, WWE Championship, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Universal Championship, The Rock versus, versus Roman Reigns. Intercontinental Championship, Zayn, Ali, Daniel Bryan, Gulak, Cesaro, and Sheamus. U.S. Championship, Seth Rollins versus Aleister Black. Edge versus AJ Styles, John Cena versus Keith Lee, and The Undertaker versus The Fiend. All right. Mo said, Alonzo said, Goldberg versus his locker Locker room room door. (laughs) All right. So here are some people that we need to develop. I'm going to save these. So we're going to develop these. We're going to spend a year, Lord willing, we're going to spend a year developing these. Uh, this card here. I think this is pretty fun. Uh, So Braun Strowman, here's some names that. Uh, I'm just going to put on here because um, for the sake of um, for the sake of people who still need to to have a spot. Braun Strowman. I don't see Goldberg coming back. Um, Drew McIntyre. Daniel Bryan. Um, no, Kevin, uh, oh, he's, uh, he's in there already. Kevin Owens. Uh, who else? Is that it? As far as like big names or, you know. Uh, You're really thinking. Is they that could. it? Um, Give me a women's match real quick. Like you said, Becky against Ronda. Monday got to get a rematch. Yeah. 
Yeah, I suppose I don't want um Oscar. Do you have a book her right? I ain't gonna give her no love. Where's Rhea gonna go? Okay, I'll put Rhea here. I'll put Rhea here. I'll put Charlotte here. <laughs> Make Ryan say Nicholas versus Borley. Uh I got one. I got one. Do this. Uh, uh, so Charlotte will have the Raw Women's Championship for this time, <clears throat> unfortunately. But it would be put someone else over, and it would be her. Because she will be the Rumble. Like that. Yep. Cool. All right. Sounds good. <clears throat> so this is what we got, y'all. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine matches. All right. I'm cool with this. <clears throat> I'm cool with this. I don't want to see Taker Fiend, but if Taker wins, I'd be cool with it. I just don't want to see Taker come back, though. I mean, I think this is a perfect way to send him off. I, I don't want to see it. But if Taker does get the itch, uh, I'll put an asterisk on this. <laughs> if Taker gets the itch, uh, Fiend would be good for him. Um, all, right. all right. I think I think that's what. Yeah, so far. Yeah. yeah. I think we can work with that. Good stuff, y'all. All right, cool. All right, we we will work with uh, with this for now, and uh, go ahead and save it. Good stuff, y'all. So that is it for now, y'all. Uh, Four hundred nineteen episodes in the books. Uh, until next week, ladies and gentlemen. It's been wonderful. And uh, gr- really enjoyed PNP photo shoot with Ken Doan on behalf of Evan Tech Prout. I am Chris Featherstone. Until next week, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless, and always remember. I'd do it for you. Gotta go. (laughs) We gotta go. We're out of time. No, 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 not like this.